0: the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life.
1: Welcome to episode 121. And my question to you is, why does misery love company?
0: (laughs) Well, are we wired that way or are we programmed that way?
1: I don't know the answer to that, (laughs) but I can tell you the story of where we got the idea for the show.
0: Yeah, let's start there.
1: If you don't know by now, my (laughs) prior job i was an engineer specifically a computer and electrical engineer but i love engineering i love gadgets i love any form of technology i'm usually on board to hear about it which is may not surprise you that i'm kind of a fanboy of (laughs) elon musk and recently um, in the news that they had flown their newest rocket and they've crashed it twice and from an engineering perspective I understand what they're doing. They're taking small pieces. It's kind of like we talked about the last episode. It's kind of like the Pomodoro. They're taking little pieces of a, a huge project and they're, they're doing it a little at a time and they're working their way up to have a full working project. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone's focusing on the landing where they crashed and burned this airplane or spaceship. And it used to really bother me because he only makes the news when they fail. No one wants to talk about well, they do talk about him being the richest man in the world, but outside of that, they don't want to talk about any of the things he's done that's done well.
0: We've watched his interview on something, maybe ABC or mm. Dateline or 2020. You're like, oh, I think that he was on. So we purposely sought out that yeah, interview. And it was and they horrible. Were, they yeah. were just so rude and attacking. Like for some reason they want this man to fail.
1: So I used to think it was because of the car and I get like the big auto companies like GM and Ford and all them. They don't want him to succeed. So I get where there might be some negative press for that. But for the space shuttle thing, there is no one. Like, he's the only person doing it in the private sector. So I don't I don't understand why they don't want that to succeed. But clearly they don't.
0: Yeah, go ahead, though. Because basically the most recent mm-hmm. one, instead of landing, it crashed, which they knew could happen.
1: So at the time of this recording, there was SN8, SN9. SN8 crashed, SN9 just crashed. Mm-hmm. And when 8 crashed they were very upfront and said, yeah, we didn't mean to do that, but we weren't really after the landing data. We were trying to figure out how to get this thing off the ground and check out other stuff. And we got what we needed, but no one wanted to talk about that. Then fast forward to nine, same thing happened, crashed. And they said the same thing, but yet I have like people um, texting me, everyone's like laughing, like, look what they did. And I think Elon even tweeted, yeah, we're dumb. That's what he, like as his response to people like, you can't land a rocket. And he's like, yeah, we're, we're dumb. <laughs> like that was, he didn't know what to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and as we were talking about mm-hmm. this concept of people loving to see them fail, I was recalling a time that I sent an email and in the subject line I typed out, I messed up. <laughs> and that email had more opens yeah. than any other email I've ever sent. People like, oh, she messed up. what did she do? Yep. What'd she do? Let me see. And it got us talking about this idea that we think maybe we're not sure why. We're going to maybe dig in deeper Mm -hmm. on the podcast today. Why does misery love company? Why do people love to see other people fail? (laughs) Are these people so miserable themselves that when someone else fails, it makes them feel justified of why they haven't succeeded in their own life? Is it because they're truly evil and love to see bad things happen? I don't think it's the latter. I don't either. But it definitely felt like the same thing. When you were telling me people loved seeing that failure, quote unquote, I thought of that same exact email that I sent. that said, I messed up and people were curious. So I don't know. We we thought we'd dig into it a bit to figure out if there are areas in our own life where we are thrilled to see someone messing up. I think there's some really good clues and indicators uh, about why we will stay stuck in that area because that is my overall Synopsis is that if we are thrilled that other people are failing or not creating what they want Then on some level, it's a mirror back of our own misachievements or lack of achievements and a justification that we're We're not losers too, or we're not alone mm-hmm. as losers. or I don't know some sort of jealousy
1: Yeah, okay. So you brought up the word jealousy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Do you think jealousy has a negative connotation? The yes. word jealousy
0: I do. I'm not saying it's right, but if you ask me my truth.
1: I do too. But the more I think about it, it doesn't have to. I think jealousy is like the biggest indicator that someone has something that you want. And it's not a bad thing. It's just now you know you want it. And maybe it's not exactly what they're doing, but when you see someone doing something and you have that jealous feeling, I think that's-
0: You be- and your feelings?
1: My feelings, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know i was gonna
1: call you on that i, I saw it in your eye like, <laughs> he said it wrong i'm gonna call him on it <laughs> you have those feelings of uh jealousies because you want that or some aspect of that
0: okay but that's not a bad the vibration of jealousy yeah. is yeah. not one that gets you to where you want to be
1: agree but I, it's a great signpost or a great uh indicator or data saying hey, you need to go the other way.
0: So on that note, I used to want very badly to have someone come and clean my house every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Once a month, once a week. I didn't know. Just somebody else to come. That's not you It wasn't perfectly. me. Uh, yeah, probably I, not you either. I would probably <laughs> work, but I would not... Um. No, generally someone besides all the people that lived in the home, someone outside of the home with a fresh perspective that could just say, here's what needs done. Well,
1: there's no story for them, right? Yeah. just doing just, a job.
0: Yeah, it's neutral. It's just dust and it needs to be removed. And yet I had a jealous feeling when I saw other people having their house clean. Like, oh, must be nice. Mm-hmm. must be nice not cleaning your house, your own house, and your own filth and having someone else clean it. It was very much from a place of... I probably wasn't going to attract it. And Mm -hmm. then I started to change the way I looked at anything that I wanted, that if I saw it happening to someone else, it was proof that it could happen for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like adopting that mindset about anything and everything. Oh, they created a successful business about that. Mm, Proof that I could do it. They created a amazing product gallery, whatever it is. That's proof that I can do it. And even if someone doesn't have it, you can still say there's proof somewhere that maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe it's not in the exact form that I wish it. But the vibration of jealousy to me is not a launching pad. It's only an indicator that directs you towards a better launching pad. Mm. So I do think that jealousy is a lower vibration. You said a negative connotation, yeah. which you asked me, is it or not? I had, yeah. I had to pick my answer. Yeah. I was on the spot. I said yes. Yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I would choose, if I could, to instead just call it a lower vibration, one that does not attract to it a higher vibration, which is the desired outcome.
1: So the, my point of asking the question was, when I think of jealousy, I do think of it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm but in reality it's just a contrast. Mm. And what what can you gain positive from the contrast? Mm-hmm. And you listed two great things. You listed, you know what you want, mm-hmm. and you have evidence or confidence that it can be done because someone's already done it. You've seen it happen. I've seen it happen.
0: And how often could we apply that to various things? I just love mm-hmm. the concrete model of the house cleaner thing. Yeah. By the way, we do have someone that comes and cleans <laughs> our house now. Shout out to myself for manifesting that. Okay, so another thing I have on my notes here is that it's very hard to gossip by yourself. Have you ever tried it?
1: I would probably say I may have. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's muttering or venting. Yeah. But gossiping is like this momentum generator down a rabbit hole of no good. Mm-hmm. It is a thrill of finding common ground with someone else about someone or something else. It usually just leads to more misery. So that's why I feel like why misery loves company, because if you're miserable and you can gripe with someone about something, let's go ahead and put the ball in our court. We're frustrated with Facebook. Mm -hmm. They turned off our ads without any solid reasoning. We feel somewhat like we've been, what's the word?
1: Targeted. Targeted. Yes.
0: Yes. So that's not the best feeling. As a natural health company, we've kind of seen the writing on the wall of some of our posts getting less and less engagement and uh, experiencing really good growth, but then suddenly not. And just kind of feeling like they've really done this to us.
1: And so, yeah, I mean, it's easy to find evidence of, you know, as a natural health company, we're required to do certain things like we have to put a disclaimer saying that this has not been tested by the FDA. Because supplements aren't tested by the FDA, mm-hmm. but we have to tell people that. Even so, though, our
0: facility is an FDA-approved facility, correct. which is very important as far as which supplement you choose to
1: use. That's correct. But supplements as a whole right. are not—they're not—they're not controlled by the FDA. They're not evaluated by the FDA. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you have to let everyone know that, even though that, I guess in in, in my world, it's common knowledge. But mm-hmm. I Guess it's not. <laughs> Yet they're able to promote other things and that aren't also controlled by the FDA and they're allowed to do that but it's their platform so it's I know it's it's,
0: so what that's exactly what I'm saying it's so easy for us to say hey let's let's not wallow in our misery let's not just come let me tell you a story (laughs) but let me tell you something I've had the hardest time with that as I've wanted to share the truth. Like this is why we're moving off of Facebook more and more. Yeah. We're still here some, but a lot of our community connects with us on Facebook. And so I want to give them the awareness that we are shifting our energy back over to our website, back to our blog, over on our podcast here.
1: But, but as we sit and talk about how frustrated we are about that deal with Facebook, it has been the best blessing for us. It's opened up our eyes to different ways of marketing, different ways of connecting with our people, mm. doing new things. It's been the best contrast that we could have had in 2021. So right, far.
0: which is a lesson in storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. We can dwell on the fact that this happened to us and they did this to us, or we can shift it towards um, this has been a, a great opportunity, a great revelation for us. And, to and we've
1: shared in other episodes that we pivoted. I mean, we it looked like a bad thing this is gonna happen and we said we can focus on the bad or we can pivot to the good and we found lots of good things
0: do you agree though that if we were in a room full of other natural health companies whose engagement has dropped whose ads have been turned off whose groups have been
1: restricted we all could probably find common ground to complain oh we would commiserate we would be like can you believe it and what value would we get from that we would get some contrast there's no arguing about that
0: right we would feel validated We would feel the need for justice.
1: I have a hard time believing Mr. Zuckerberg would care. but
0: Yeah, old Zooks. He might. You never know. I know. I'm just telling you, this is my very human side. Yeah. I don't know what I really think about the star signs and such, but as Leo, I have a little bit of this shadow side.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Tim. I don't know what that means. Does that mean the moon's in rate again? (laughs) No. Okay.
0: My shadow side says... You wronged me you did to me now that is not healthy no forgiveness heals Mm -hmm. and I'm working on this shadow side I bring awareness to it regularly but there's also times where I say it feels really good to stand up for myself to create a boundary that says no I will not be treated this way if you're going to do this then I will leave then I will take my attention elsewhere And I guess I'm saying publicly for the world to hear that I am finding that balance. I have not found it. I am navigating those waters of who I am and what I stand for. And also just meeting people where they are and stop making everything mean so much.
1: Yeah. For me, it's about being a sovereign being, being myself and speaking freely of what I believe, whether you believe it or not, that's fine. You don't have to believe what I believe. Um, in the case of facebook i think we i had a crush that we needed them mm-hmm. and when you take something away that you need that's hard
0: well i believe social media has trained us to believe oh, yeah to think that 100%. we need them
1: as we're sitting talking through our business we're like well how are we gonna do this on facebook like it was programmed in our brain like i don't know there's no other platform and then <laughs> You know, after enough time talking, we're like, obviously... There's other
0: things. And we've already yeah. pivoted. We're yeah. working more on the blog. We're working over on Pinterest, which is somewhat of a mix between yeah. a social media platform and a search platform. But It's very visual. So we've played around on that some, and we're going to continue to give our attention to that. Um, But yeah, it's been a really interesting time as I... I feel like this is not happening to me. This is definitely happening for me. 100%. But I just wanted to give a really... Raw example of mm-hmm. this idea that why misery loves company, and if you're mm-hmm. an outsider, you're like rise above. You got this. Mm-hmm. This is happening for you, not to you. What are you here? What is this here to teach you? What else could you do? What would be more fun? You know, the the coach and me can start to ask those questions. And yet, when we're feeling very wronged, it can be easy to slip into that victim mode and to commiserate on the miseries of mm-hmm. commiserate. I mean, misery's in there. Maybe it's redundant to say commiserate on the miseries.
1: I like it. You
0: would. I love you. Bye. Okay. So back. To... <laughs>
1: As I said my tea.
0: Okay. So let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor and then we'll get back to the show. As you know, our sponsor is ourself because we are a supplement company, but we're so much more than that. Today's sponsor is Mood Super Strains. It's the blue one, the probiotic only. And we recently had a review that I really liked. It's super simple, but it thrilled me to no end and I'll tell you why. So this reviewer said, it works. I can now eat apples and bananas without getting extremely bloated and and regretting it. I could tell a difference within one week. Now this may sound like no big deal, but if you enjoy apples and bananas and you know, or believe that they are good for your health and they're a very nutrient dense snack, and every time you eat them, you feel miserable, then it can kind of impact your life. And I'm sure that those are just two examples when maybe there are other things that this reviewer can now eat too. But it just really thrills me when I hear people say that they've been able to eat foods that they didn't used to get to eat because um, of our probiotic. And that is the power of gut health. And we are believers. So you nodded like you were gonna say something, you are jiving with Yeah.
1: I just love the beneficial side effects. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about that a lot, but it's always cool to hear everyone new side, one pops up like
0: i get to eat apples and bananas now
1: yeah i is... like to eat. <laughs> i was gonna try not to sing that
0: i know it happens okay so back to the show thanks for to stay staying with us through the silliness um all right so you asked me why misery loves company mm-hmm. and i think it's because it helps us feel validated in our suffering that's the concise reasoning that i going yeah. to give we love the company of being miserable because it validates our suffering, which helps us stay stuck in that suffering. So I think if you want to move out of your suffering and your struggling, you're going to find value in new things. So rather than finding value in the validation, you could find value in the triumph or the value in the contrast of that. Suffering and if you to me, it really does go back to storytelling, but they shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. They were wrong. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then what now? What are we gonna do?
1: Yeah So that's what I was gonna ask you There may be some value in wallowing in that just a little bit mm-hmm. to be feel validated feel seen and Then get the contrast from it realize do I want to feel like this all the time? Or do I want to feel something better?
0: And don't you think for some people for and certain that's
1: easy for me to say and <laughs> not to do
0: but, but. certain topics it's going to take longer certain topics you're going to want to feel and heal and deal and stay in that suffering for longer because that's part of your there's certain
1: things i would say exactly what i just said but then when it came to our business i'm like no that happened to us (laughs) i'm like no that happened for us no it happened to us i'm like no it happened for us
0: right or i think of other more dark um wounding emotional abuse um, abuse in childhood are things that you have to dig deep to forgive that person but you're not really forgiving them for them you're forgiving them for yourself and for your own healing because that resentment is a poison i feel like it is a breeding ground for disease physical disease because of an emotional wound and we've continued to see that again and again Mm -hmm. that people that are dealing with ibs and other stomach-like issues there's almost always an emotional connection there. So if you can work on healing that it's not for that other person, of course, it's for you and your own healing because that anger is a poison that you're giving yourself. So, um, next I kind of wanted to share this idea. We were talking about how gossip can't really happen by yourself. It's really something that, uh, you, other people are required for. And I just want to share this insight. That's one of my favorites. I think I might've shared it one other time on the show. And I think it might be attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. But it's this idea that small minds discuss people, mediocre minds discuss events, and great minds discuss ideas. And so if you find yourself stuck in that misery loving company, complaining, stuck in the struggle kind of role i would challenge you to think about which of these areas you're spending the most time talking about so if it's people it's usually gossiping with other people about the people that you have to deal with Mm -hmm. but even that like (sighs) facebook is almost like a people yeah like we're just kind of like can you believe they would do that i mean they're a business they're an entity but it's not an event and it's not an idea but i think that is the the real calling for us is the integrity of believing that you know how do we spend our time moving forward if we don't trust this company mm-hmm. um, so it's a, a delicate balance between people and and integrity and ideas
1: kind of reminds me of there's a point in my life where people like to bring their drama to me hmm and I remember talking to you about it like they always bring their drama to me <laughs> and it's because I listened and maybe most likely engaged as well Mm -hmm. shared some of my drama or validated their drama right and I was like but that doesn't happen to you (laughs) and it's because you would give them advice like how to get out of it and they're like get away from her
0: very solution
1: focused is kind
0: of how I prefer it like okay sorry that's happening what are we going to do about it
1: like no 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 no. I'm here to complain I'm Mm -hmm. not here to solve anything
0: yeah I really love that solution standpoint and not everyone's ready for that and I don't think that's to their fault like maybe they're not ready to move out of that phase like there's different phases of
1: but for me that's how i got out of it, is I, I stopped engaging in their drama and then i wasn't so fun to talk to anymore and i wasn't <laughs> mean i just got like, i'll hear you but i don't want to engage right you're not like, gonna don't put bring fuel. it to him because he's not gonna feed this he's mm-hmm. and that, that went away mm-hmm. like that drama
0: kind of reminds me of when you're really optimistic and generally um looking for the good in things mm-hmm. that someone who wants to wallow in that. Like it may not be an energetic match. And that's not to say one person's wrong and one's right. It's just that like attracts like. So energetically speaking, let's share real quick because you and I are very different Mm -hmm. and yet very attracted. Mm -hmm. So we kind of had to decipher what that was all about. Do you remember what we came to the conclusion of?
1: (laughs) I'm good at stuff that you're not and you're good at stuff I'm not.
0: No, that's the contrast. So it's like, like attracts like. So energetically, there's a similarity of what lights us up, but personality wise or gifts, that's where there's so much contrast. Mm-hmm. The things that you're good at, the things you enjoy even are very different from the things I'm good at and the things I enjoy. And yet energetically, the energy behind what you're good at is the exact same match for the energy. Like when I got done writing an email yesterday mm-hmm. uh, for our newest product, micro melatonin, I was like let's go. Whoa, oh, you know, and I was so fired up and you would have thought I had just, I don't know, finished a race or done something.
1: Crashed a rocket. <laughs>
0: Maybe. <laughs> but instead I had just written this email that I felt like flowed out of me. Mm-hmm. And you have that same feeling when you do other non-writing things mm-hmm. that are techie and whatever. And For I'm sure. like, huh, that's weird. I'd never feel that way about that. But that same vibrational high of enthusiasm in regard to something we've created is an energetic match. So just a little bit of insight that, you and I've kind of discovered when I said like attracts, like I thought of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one final note that I want to share, and I kind of already mentioned this, but I feel like it bears repeating is that jealousy repels the desired outcome. So it can be a really great indicator. If somebody has something that you want, whether it's a lifestyle, a dollar amount, a house, a piece of jewelry, anything that you are like, I want that. To pay attention to where you feel jealous and know that it's okay. It's a vibrational indicator. And I do believe it's a lower vibrational indicator than awe, A-W-E. Such a weird word to say. But if you're in awe of something, Mm -hmm. can you believe they did that? They started that? They made that? that's a much higher vibrational indicator that kind of does the same thing. Not they have it, I want it, and I don't have it, but they have it, I want it, this is proof that I can get it. So in any area of your life, I think that when we have that misery loves company kind of feeling, we can allow that feeling of jealousy of what we wish we had and shift the vibration around it from instead of one of lack, shift it into the abundance that it's possible, it's happening, if I open myself up to the receiving mode, I too can create that. Mm -hmm. That to me is one of the bigger takeaways. Um, but you have to be willing to see in what areas do I gravitate towards this? Yeah, let's complain and let's revel in our, our justifications of being wronged. That's that misery loves company kind of feeling. We want validation. And instead of just seeking that external validation, I'm inviting you to validate yourself and, experience the contrast to see what you're being guided towards instead. That's the big takeaway. All right. I think that's a wrap for this week's episode. We so appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to click over, leave a rating and review. Those help us a ton. Uh, Post to your stories or wherever else you uh, might participate online because we're trying to get the word out about the podcast in a big way. And we appreciate your help. See you next week on the Lifted Live.